Section twenty two of Mary Spidler, the Amber Witch. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Mary Spidler, the Amber Witch, by Wilhelm Meinhold. Translated by Lucy Duff Gordon. The twenty seventh chapter of that which befell us by the way item of the fearful death of the sheriff at the mill we met with many wonders by the way and with great sorrow for hard by the bridge over the brook which runs into the schmoller stood the housekeeper her hateful boy who beat a drum and cried aloud come to the roast goose come to the roast goose whereupon the crowd set up a loud laugh and called out after him yes indeed to the roast goose to the roast goose howbeit when master krekov led the second verse the folks became somewhat quieter again and most of them joined in singing it from their books which they had brought with them but when he ceased singing a while the noise began again as bad as before some cried out the devil hath given her these clothes and hath adorned her after that fashion and seeing the sheriff had ridden on before they came close round the cart and felt her garments more especially the women and young maidens others again called loudly as the young varlet had done come to the roast goose come to the roast goose whereupon one fellow answered she will not let herself be roasted yet mind ye that she will quench the fire this and much filthiness beside which i may not for very shame write down we were forced to hear and it especially cut me to the heart to hear a fellow swear that he would have some of her ashes seeing he had not been able to get any of the wand and that naught was better for the fever and the gout than the ashes of a witch i motioned the custos to begin singing again whereupon the folks were once more quiet for a while i.e. for so long as the verse lasted but afterwards they rioted worse than before but we were now come among the meadows and when my child saw the beauteous flowers which grew along the sides of the ditches she fell into deep thought and began again to recite aloud the sweet song of st augustinus as follows flos perpetuus rosarum ver agit perpetuum candent lilia rubesket crocus sudat balsamum virem prata vernant sata rivi melis influant pigmentorum spirat odor liquor et aromatum pendent poma floridorum non lapsura nemorum non alternat luna vices solvel cursus sidernum agnus est phylicis urbis lumen inocidum by this casus we gained that all the folk ran cursing away from the cart and followed us at the distance of a good musket shot thinking that my child was calling on satan to help her only one lad of about five and twenty whom however i did not know tarried a few paces behind the cart until his father came and seeing he would not go away willingly pushed him into the ditch so that he sank up to his loins in the water thereat even my poor child smiled and asked me whether i did not know any more latin hymns wherewith to keep the stupid and foul-mouthed people still further from us but dear reader 
how could i then have been able to recite latin hymns even had i known any but my confrater the reverend martinus knew such a one albeit is indeed heretical nevertheless seeing that it above measure pleased my child and that she made him repeat to her sundry verses thereof three or four times until she could say them after him i said naught otherwise i would have been very severe against aught that is heretical howbeit i comfort myself therewith that our lord god would forgive her in consideration of her ignorance and the first line ran as follows dies irae dies ilia but these two verses pleased her more than all the rest and she recited them many times with great edification wherefore i will insert them here Udex ergo cum sedebit, quidquid latet apparebit, nil inortum ramenebit. Item, rex tremens maestatis, qui salvando salvas gratis, salva me fons pietatis. When the men with the pitchforks who were round about the cart heard this, and at the same time saw a heavy storm coming up from the actor water, they straightway thought no other but that my child had made it and moreover the folk behind cried out the witch hath done this the damned witch hath done this and all the ten save one who stayed behind jumped over the ditch and ran away but dom consul who together with the worshipful court drove behind us no sooner saw this than he called to the constable what is the meaning of all this whereupon the constable cried aloud to the sheriff who was a little way on before us but who straightway turned him about and when he had heard the cause called after the fellows that he would hang them all up on the first tree and feed his falcons with their flesh if they did not return forthwith this threat had its effect and when they came back he gave each of them about half a dozen strokes with his riding-whip whereupon they tarried in their places but as far off from the cart as they could for the ditch meanwhile however the storm came up from the southward with thunder lightning hail and such a wind as though the all-righteous god would manifest his wrath against these ruthless murderers and the tops of the lofty beeches around us were beaten together like besoms and that our cart was covered with leaves as with hail and no one could hear his own voice for the noise this happened just as we were entering the forest from the convent dam and the sheriff now rode close behind us beside the coach wherein was dom consul moreover just as we were crossing the bridge over the mill-race we were seized by the blast which swept up a hollow from the actor water with such force that we conceived it must drive our cart down the abyss which was at least forty feet deep or more and seeing that at the same time the horses did as though they were upon ice and could not stand the driver halted to let the storm pass over the which the sheriff no sooner perceived that he galloped up and made him go forthwith whereupon the man flogged on the horses but they slipped about after so strange a fashion that our guards with the pitchforks fell back and my child cried aloud for fear and when we were come to the place where the great water-wheel turned just below us the driver fell with his horse which broke one of its legs then the constable jumped down from the cart but straightway fell too on the slippery ground 
it and the driver after getting on his legs again fell a second time hereupon the sheriff with a curse spurred on his grey charger which likewise began to slip as our horses had also done nevertheless he came sliding towards us without however falling down and when he saw that the horse with the broken legs still tried to get up but always straightway fell again on the slippery ground he hallowed and beckoned the fellows with pitchforks to come and unharness the mare it em to push the cart over the bridge lest it should be carried down the precipice presently a long flash of lightning shot into the water below us followed by a clap of thunder so sudden and so awful that the whole bridge shook and the sheriff his horse our horses stood quite still started back a few paces lost its footing and together with its rider shot headlong down upon the great mill-wheel below whereupon a fearful cry arose from all those that stood behind us on the bridge for a while naught could be seen for the white foam until the sheriff his legs and body were borne up into the air by the wheel his head being stuck fast between the fellies and thus fearful to behold he went round and round upon the wheel naught ailed the grey charger which swam about in the mill-pond below when i saw this i seized the hand of my innocent lamb and cried behold mary our lord god yet liveth and he rode upon the cherub and did fly yea he did fly upon the wings of the wind then did he beat them small as the dust before the wind he did cast them out as the dirt in the streets look down and see what the almighty god hath done while she hereupon raised her eyes towards heaven with a sigh we heard dom consul calling out behind us as loudly as he could and seeing that none could understand his words for the fearful storm and the tumult of the waters he jumped down from the coach and would have crossed the bridge on foot but straightway he fell upon his nose so that it bled and he crept back again on his hands and feet and held a long talk with dom camerarius who howbeit did not stir out of the coach meanwhile the driver and the constable had unyoked the maimed horse bound it and dragged it off the bridge and now they came back to the cart and bade us get down therefrom and cross the bridge on foot the which we did after the constable had unbound my child with many curses and ill words threatening that in return for her malice he would keep her roasting till late in the evening i could not blame him much therefore for truly this was a strange thing but albeit my child herself got safe across we too i mean reverend martinus and myself like all the others fell two or three times to the ground at length we all by god his grace got safe and sound to the miller's house where the constable delivered my child into the miller his hands to guard her on forfeit of his life while he ran down to the mill-pond to save the sheriff his grey charger the driver was bidden the while to get the cart and the other horses off the bewitched bridge we had however stood but a short time with the miller under the great oak before his door when dom consul with the worshipful court and all the folks came over the little bridge which is but a couple of musket shots off from the first one and he could scarce prevent the crowd from falling upon my child and tearing her in pieces seeing that they all as well as dom consul himself imagined that none other but she had brewed the storm and bewitched the bridge especially as she herself had not fallen thereon and had likewise caused the sheriff his death 
all of which nevertheless were foul lies as ye shall hereafter hear he therefore railed at her for a cursed she-devil who even after having confessed and received the holy sacrament had not yet renounced satan but that naught should save her and she should nevertheless receive her reward and seeing that she kept silence i hereupon answered did he not see that the all-righteous god had so ordered it that the sheriff who would have robbed my innocent child of her honour and her life had here forfeited his own life as a fearful example to others but dom consul would not see this and said that a child might perceive that our lord god had not made the storm or did i peradventure believe that our lord god had likewise bewitched the bridge i had better cease to justify my wicked child and rather begin to exhort her to repent seeing that this was the second time that she had brewed a storm and that no man with a grain of sense could believe what i said etc meanwhile the miller had already stopped the mill it had turned off the water and some four or five fellows had gone with the constable down to the great water-wheel to take the sheriff out of the fellies wherein he had till datum still been carried round and round this they could not do until they had first sawn out one of the fellies and when at last they brought him to the bank his neck was found to be broken and he was as blue as a cornflower moreover his throat was frightfully torn and the blood run out of his nose and mouth if the people had not reviled my child before they reviled her doubly now and would have thrown dirt and stones at her had not the worshipful court interfered with might and main saying that she would presently receive her well-deserved punishment also my dear gossip the reverend martinus climbed up into the cart again and admonished the people not to forestall the law and seeing that the storm had somewhat abated he could now be heard and when they had become somewhat more quiet dom consul left the corpse of the sheriff in charge with the miller until such time as by god's help he should return it am he caused the grey charger to be tied up to the oak tree till the same time seeing that the miller swore that he had no room in the mill inasmuch as his table was filled with straw but that he would give the grey horse some hay and keep good watch over him but now were we wretched creatures forced to get into the cart again after that the unsearchable will of god had once more dashed all our hopes the constable gnashed his teeth with rage while he took the cords out of his pocket to bind my poor child to the rail withal as i saw right well what he was about to do i pulled a few groats out of my pocket and whispered into his ear be merciful for she cannot possibly run away and do you hereafter help her to die quickly and you shall get ten groats more from me this worked well and albeit he pretended before the people to pull the ropes tight seeing they all cried out with might and main haul hard haul hard in truth he bound her hands more gently than before and even without making her fast to the rail but he sat up behind us again with the naked sword and after that dom consul had prayed aloud god the father dwell with us likewise the custos had led another hymn i know not what he sang neither does my child we went on our way according to the unfathomable will of god after this fashion the worshipful court went before whereas all the folks to our great joy fell back and the fellows with the pitchforks lingered a good way behind us now that the sheriff was dead End of section twenty two